Today, a special episode of Return to Reason. Leon is joined by Maxime Bernier, on location in Ottawa. Mr. Bernier's political acumen includes several terms under the Stephen Harper government as a Conservative MP. In 2018, he founded the People's Party of Canada and campaigned in the last two federal elections. Stay tuned to Return to Reason Conversations, where knowledge and wisdom intersect. Well, I have Max Bernier with me, and it is an honor to have you here. Although we're not a political program, we would love to hear some of the things you have to say about what is going on, and it's hard to ignore anyway the honking behind you, Max. <laughs> yeah, we are living in a crazy time right now, and uh, all that happened, if you look at the beginning of that pandemic, um, you know, we didn't know about COVID-19, and um, that was a new virus. But the reaction of the, the federal government and uh, these uh, governments across the country here in, in Canada was, uh, was not the right one. Uh, I believe so that, you know, I'm not a medical expert, but what I can tell you is we knew early in the beginning that uh, that virus was affecting older people with comorbidities. So like uh, the expert that did in the uh, Barlington, the Great Barlington Declaration in the beginning of the pandemic, we just have to protect the older uh, and most uh, vulnerable people and open the economy, no lockdowns, nothing. But, uh, you know, that was not the case. And that was a, a costly decision not to follow the advice of these uh, medical experts. With access to information and experts and, and, and things you probably have, what are they saying about um, what the, the lockdowns, uh, the masks and et cetera, what they've done to us? So, like, can you give me a quick list of what are the things that have gone wrong because of their incorrect uh, response, as you say? I'll give you an example. Just this weekend, as you know, I'm in Ottawa right now. I was in Ottawa for the rally uh, with the truckers and uh, I've met a lot of people. And I've met a lady, she was a director of a school in Quebec. And she said, you know, a six years old girl came to her and said, you know, I, I, I will take my third shot, professor, but, but I don't want to have that mask anymore. And so, you know, depression, suicide, and all that, it's happening right now. The mask, the mandates, uh, the curfew, the lockdowns, it's hurting young people and that young generation, but also other people that lost their jobs because of that. So <laughs> that's why it, it's, um, and I believe that the facts, and the reality and the truth will come and we have more information right now and more people will know that it's hurting more people than helping more people. So that's why I believe and I hope that will end uh, this. I, I don't know. I hope it, it will end today. But um, I'm, I'm not the leader of the, uh, I'm not the Prime Minister of Canada. And what, what is happening right now, you're looking, you know, these establishment politicians are looking at polls and they see that a part of the population still uh, fear that virus, but less than in the beginning of the pandemic. 
So we have a momentum, we have more people that are fed up. And the good news is uh, Omicron, you know, it's there that, that variance is there. And that variance, uh, everybody can catch it, everybody can spread it. And so there's people that know their brother, sister, uncle that had uh, Omicron and didn't die. So they understand that you can start to live with that virus and stop to live in fear. And that's why I believe that more people will come and say, like we are saying um, for the last 21 months, that enough is enough. And, um, and they, will, they, will, they will come and influence uh, the government because these politicians are looking at polls. They just want to be elected. They're not leaders. They just want to be elected. And if we have a momentum and more people are coming and are saying enough is enough, like the latest uh, poll that was out there in January, in last January, in the beginning of this, uh, of this month, 40% of the population were saying, you know, we want to regain our freedoms. We want to stop all that. Now it's 54%. So that's coming. And that's why I believe that um, we will win that battle. One of the things, one of the comments I'm hearing actually quite a bit, and I'd like your response to it, is they're saying that the unvaxxed people are growing because those who've been vaccinated once or twice are recognizing this doesn't seem to be able to stop for three, four, five, and they refuse to go forward. So immediately when they don't take the third one or the fourth one, uh, they fall into the unvaxxed category. What's your response to that? Yeah, so what is happening right now, we have more and more people that are not sufficiently uh, vaccinated. You know, uh, you need to have your two shots to have your vaccine passport in Canada. In Quebec, the Quebec government said a month ago that it will, uh, it will ask for three shots and to keep your vaccine passport. So as you, as you know, vaccinated or unvaccinated can catch and spread that virus. And so that's why I believe less less people will go for the third shot, the fourth one or the fifth one. And they realize actually that it's like a, it's like a big flu right now. That's, that, that's the situation right now. So that's why it's not, a, it's not a fight between vaccinated and unvaccinated people. Everybody together, they understand the situation actually that we are living right now. And, and if you take the vaccine, it may help you to not have, uh, uh, to not go to the hospital, but um, that's the only thing that the vaccine will do for you. So it's uh, actually Omicron help us to get out of that pandemic. You know, um, we're noticing, especially everybody on social media, that, I mean, famous people around the world are watching this. Um, it's, it's kind of like, where's the our news media here because the world is reporting Canada, 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 truckers, truckers, the Freedom Convoy, and it is a silence here. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? When you have the mainstream media that received a lot of money from the federal, provincial governments, uh, you know, they are the propaganda arm of the government right now. That's what they're doing. Uh, you know, the CBC, the federal government is giving a billion dollars a year to the CBC. But all the, the money that these governments uh, gave for, ad, for advertising, I call that propaganda. 
so we don't have, you know, an independent press anymore. I, I like the uh, alternative media, the real independent media, but the mainstream media, they are not independent anymore. You know, they, they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not doing what a, a real journalist must do. You know, having both sides and a real discussion and a real debate. We don't have that debate. We didn't have that debate uh, on TV and on the, the mainstream media the last couple of uh, months. And I, I, I'm, I'm starting seeing that, at least in the Francophone media in Montreal, in Quebec, we have more of the other point of view. So that's good. But um, I believe that uh, the media is playing the game uh, for the government. Aaron O'Toole and his response to this and the things that he's saying about this, what should he be saying? What should he be doing? Like, what's happening with him? Well, you know, he cannot be a principal uh, politician because he doesn't have any principles. So, you know, it's the typical politician that is doing politics based on survey and focus group. And his only goal is to be in government. So, and that's why during that pandemic, he was with and is still with uh, uh, Trudeau. You know, he, he, actually last Friday, he was asking the truckers to take their two shots and that will end uh, the conflict. That's not the question. The question that the federal government put in force a regulation that is unfair. These truckers, they cannot cross the border from the state to Canada if they don't have a vaccine passport. If they don't have a vaccine passport, they will have to quarantine for 10 days. So they will lose money for 10 days. They won't be able to work for 10 days. And the American truckers that are not vaccinated, and, and the number that I know, it's about 40% of them cannot come to Canada. So now they're creating a, a, a big, uh, um, that's creating a big impact on the supply chains. And, uh, you know, the price, the prices are going up and that crisis, the population, look at it. And they are saying, you know, where is the logic in all that? There's no logic because, you know, like me, in the beginning of that pandemic, these truckers were our heroes. You know, they, in the beginning of that pandemic, we closed our borders. I was not able to travel. You were not able to travel. Just in the beginning, the first couple of months. And the only one that was able to travel in the U.S. was the truckers. They didn't have any vaccine at that time. They were able because they were essential workers. And now we are telling them, you're not essential anymore. You need to be vaccinated. And because you're dangerous for the population when they're alone in their truck. So there's no logic. The common sense right now, the population is looking at that. There's no common sense. There's no logic. Everybody can catch and spread. Why are you doing that to the truckers? And also, <laughs> it's, uh, it's helping our movement. And that's why I'm optimistic that will end. I don't know when, but it must. And, uh, and that's why we are moving the public opinion. And that's the real battle. But it was very difficult, I must admit, because politicians lies to us. They had also a huge budget for propaganda and they use it that was efficient and censorship also. Uh, we didn't have the other point of view in the mainstream media. Put all these three together 
and you have a perfect storm to fear and control the population with fear and they did it they were very efficient and now you the time is on our side it's not working anymore and uh, we'll see what will happen but for us the ppc we created that party based on four principles individual freedom personal responsibility respect and fairness and um, and we since the beginning of that crisis we always said no more lockdowns no more curfew no more stay at home orders uh, we need to reopen the economy we need to protect the most vulnerable and i believe now i can tell you the first rally that i did in montreal we were not uh, 10,000 people and and the last one that i did in montreal 50,000 on the street with us and this one this weekend so we have more people that are coming and understand they understand that we need to end that now i'm going to come back to uh aaron o'toole if if you were in his position right now what would you be doing what what does he uh, need to be doing right now with what he should be doing uh, he should he should be a leader but he's not a leader he should tell the he should tell the truth to canadians that you know Oh, Macron is not dangerous. Uh, we must <coughs> we must reopen everything. No, because and he doesn't have any principles. He doesn't have any any vision for this country. So that's why he's going down in the polls, and he will. You know, his only goal is to look at uh, where the population is going and try to follow that the majority. And by doing that, when you try to please to everybody in politics. You, you, will, you won't be able to please everybody. So you won't please everybody. It's, it's not a winning position uh, doing that in right. politics. That's what he's doing. What he must do, he must be a principled politician and stand up and speak out for Canadians' family, for people who lost their jobs and people who want, uh, people who, uh, want our economy to be reopened. He's not able, he's not able to say that because he knows that the majority of the population is not there right now. So he tried to speak to the people who like the vaccine, uh, vaccine passport and at the same time try to speak with the people that want to get rid of the vaccine passport. It's a, a last, last uh, position and we are seeing that in the polls right now. So what he must do, be a principal, be a leader and and you'll be able to have support you know in politics it's important to have a vision you have a vision you speak about your vision what you want for this country openly with passion and conviction and step by step you will grow your support yeah when you when you look at what's going on right now with the freedom convoy you know people have questions they're wondering um how will this work like what's your thinking on this now with them there, and they've kind of let some of the trucks into the Parliament Hill area. They've kept others out. Um, if Trudeau doesn't do anything, or if, and he just continually ignores them, uh, what's going to happen? But first of all, you know, uh, what the truckers are doing, uh, it's not for themselves. It's for Canadians. It's for us being able to regain our freedoms and, and live in a free and, and prosperous country. And mm -hmm. I want to thank them. I want to yes. thank them for that. And I did that. I was with them this weekend. I spoke with them. And so I'm, I'm supporting what they're doing. 
And actually, right now, I understand that uh, the truckers ask for having a meeting with Justin Trudeau. And, and they want to have a face-to-face -face discussion with him. We'll see what will happen. And I hope that Justin Trudeau, as the Prime Minister, I hope he will be able to have a meeting and to, to, to be part of the, of the solution. That's what they are asking for. When it, when it comes to them being there, and if he doesn't do anything, uh, what's the world? If, with the world watching, do you think that adds pressure to the Prime Minister? Yes, you're absolutely right. The pressure is coming from Canadians, from these truckers, and the situation in Canada. And also, if you look at other countries, what, what is happening right now, actually in UK, there's no mandates there anymore. So, and if you look at the US, Florida, Texas, South Dakota, other states where you are free to do what you want to do, you are free to decide if you want the vaccine or not. So, that the pressure is coming from inside and also, you're right, from outside. And, um, and I believe, and, and also in Canada, don't forget this weekend, the Premier of Saskatchewan said that he will end all these mandates soon. So when you have one province, province in Canada that will do that, that will give courage to other ones to do the same. If the premiers decide to make a lot of decisions here, can't they do things that end the mandates? Yes, at the provincial level. But don't forget, they were able to put these mandates in force and lockdowns because Justin Trudeau told them, you know, if you do that, I will give you financial compensation for the loss for your economy. I will put forward some programs for businessmen, for entrepreneurs, for Canadians. And that's why we had the biggest deficit in our history, more than $250 billion. So, and uh, the solution for the federal government, the federal government must not have gave any money to provincial government. If you want to do a lockdown, you'll have to put forward your own program to help the entrepreneurs. But these people, they don't want any subsidies. They want to be able to reopen their doors and, and do their work and, and uh, having a job. So I believe that the federal government had a huge influence on provincial policies during that pandemic. So if Saskatchewan is making that decision. Are you noticing any other premiers in their talking moving in that direction? Well, the premier of Quebec, um, you know, uh, had a, a curfew in Montreal and he decided a couple of days ago to just uh, say, okay, no more curfew. It's not enforced anymore in Montreal, uh, but he's putting also at the same time a vax tax, a punitive tax for unvaccinated people in Quebec that's unfair, that's discriminatory, that's unconstitutional. So uh, some provinces will move for more freedom, but other, like my own province in Quebec, uh, you know, the, the premier over there is not going in that direction. But I hope that what the premier of Saskatchewan is doing will, uh, will help our movement all across the country. Yeah. When it comes to the international community watching this, like, 
people are wondering if they stay there for a period of time, especially with all, like, can they keep the pressure on? Or is this going to become yesterday's news really quickly? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a very good question. The question is about the momentum. So, you know, we had a very good weekend. Uh, we were all over the news. Uh, the mainstream media were waiting for uh, violence. Did not happen. That was a gathering. That was a nice rally. People were happy, smiling, because they know that something is happening in our country. But the question is, are we losing that momentum? I hope we won't. Uh, the truckers right now, they're having discussion, and I hope that uh, Justin Trudeau will go and see them and have a discussion with them. We'll see what will happen. But I believe we are at a turning point right now. Um, and uh, I hope, I hope that this momentum will grow. Uh, and I believe it will. When our, we have some guys on the ground there, and when they're walking around the truckers and the people that have, have driven in, there is definitely a phenomenal sense of hope. And with the fear that has been pushed nonstop for two years, which has created anger, it's divided families, marriages, homes, businesses, this has been the first big thing that's happened in our nation that seems to give people this sense of unity and hope. What are you hearing when you're talking amongst uh, these truckers and the crowds here by Parliament Hill? Yeah, that was what, I, what people were, were telling me when I was there this weekend. A lot of people came and, you know, it was, I, I've met a lot of people that told me it was my first rally, you know, uh, my first participation in something like that. And for me, that was important to show solidarity to the truckers. Um, and, but that, that was not about only the people in Ottawa this weekend. That was about also Canadians all across the country supporting the truckers near the highways and saying hello and thank you. And so, yes, these trucker, truckers gave us hope and that's what they did. So that's why I can tell you that was not a protest in Ottawa. That was a rally. That was a fun rally this weekend. And, um, and, uh, but some of them are, were asking me, Maxime, I lost my job, and uh, what can you do? And, you know, you're doing the right thing. That must end, and you must be able to go back and work and do your job. Uh, we want to end that discrimination. And that was Justin Trudeau who started that. Justin Trudeau started that at the last general election, saying that, you know, unvaccinated people are racist and you know we must uh, we we have the good canadians the vaccinated one the bad canadians the unvaccinated one i didn't say that you know we want to unite everybody that's our goal under the freedom umbrella and i believe it's happening right now when you look at the freedom rally and what's going on you know how does it impact you and affect you for the future when it comes to uh, the PPC and, and you leading that? Is any changes or any thinking about where you guys are going to go as a party? We'll see. First of all, you know, this uh, young political party is growing pretty fast. And I believe that we are the fastest growing political party in the history of that country. We started that party in 2018, first election in 2019. We had 1.6% of the vote. Second election, last election in 2021, last September, 5% of the vote. 
and now we're supposed to be around 10%. Our goal for the next general election is to be sure that we will have PPC candidates elected in Parliament and at that time you'll have a common sense voice in Parliament, you'll have a freedom voice in Parliament and that's my goal for the next general election, to have some of our candidates elected and we will start we will start that freedom revolution, that common sense revolution in our country. So this party is there to stay. We are going the party step by step. And I believe that the future is very bright for the BBC and for Canadians. Well, one of the things I, I appreciate about you and so many others is this fight against censorship. Uh, people can't make wise decisions until they have the whole truth. And once they have uh, all the information they need to make wise decisions, uh, that's when you really have wisdom. And so it's been great to see you and I mean so many others that if we can't go to mainstream media, then we can go to all the other social medias and other people and say, what's happening? And it's very hard to censor a nation today. It doesn't matter what they do. If you look a little bit and you hunt a little bit, you can find a lot more information than the stuff is, that is coming through mainstream media. Where, where would you send people? They said, well, where do you go to, to learn the news, Max? Where would you tell them to go? Yeah, first of all, I want to thank you for what you're doing. Yes, alternative media, independent media, I believe they are the future of our country. And I want to thank you for what you're doing. Yes, I'm taking my news. I need to read the mainstream media, but I'm taking my news and my facts also on independent media like your media. And more and more people are coming also to, to look and have a, a real vision of what is happening in our country and in other countries. And so that's why I'm optimistic for the future, the future of our country, but also the future of alternative and independent media. And like you said, you know, it's, I want to, to, to be sure that people understand it's not about the PPC, it's not about Maxime Bernier, it's about our country. We are a, a political party that has a vision for our country, a smaller government in Ottawa that will respect our constitution, respect Canadians, respect taxpayers, and giving them their freedom back but that we are only a movement. We need people. And that's why I'm very proud today to be Canadians because more and more Canadians are saying, you know, I think that enough is enough. And, uh, and they, are, they are part of that movement. Uh, I believe that last weekend we had an historic weekend in Ottawa. We'll see what will be the future. But I, I believe in this country and I believe in Canadians. That's why I'm doing politics differently. So let's... Uh, Let's look what it, what it will happen. What it will happen in the near future. Max, thank you so much for being with me, and uh, it's been a joy to listen to you talk and just share what's going on in your heart and uh, across. I love Canada. I'm a proud Canadian. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay strong. Return to Reason is supported by our fans. We are not handcuffed by advertisers or shareholders. The need for media with integrity is more important than ever. Consider becoming a partner and fueling the unheard truth by visiting returntoreason.tv.